This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 128 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost, the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 128 and click the Bluehost picture for more information today. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to Manic Monday. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, I hope it was good. I hope you got to spend time with some friends and family and got to relax doing something you really enjoy. And I am here on this wonderful Monday to transition you from that hopefully fabulous weekend you had back into the groove of everything at the office where you're reading reports and writing reports, doing measurements and numbers and all that worky type stuff. And today we are going to talk about, of course, measurements and specifically measuring the digital customer experience. But before we get into that, I've got some announcements for you. First of all, Social Media Marketing World 18 is coming up. It's Wednesday, February 28th. This Wednesday is when it starts in sunny San Diego. So if you are going to be able to be there, tweet me at at so we can catch up, have a coffee, and maybe I can hear what you're doing with your digital and social customer care program. That would be very interesting to me and potentially interesting to everyone who's listening to the podcast. Maybe you need to come on the show. And it's time for me to let you know that I am going to be speaking at Smart Customer Service 2018, which is happening April 9th through the 11th at the Renaissance Washington, D.C. Hotel. I'm excited about this because Washington, D.C. is beautiful in April. I spend some time growing up around the D.C. area because, as you may have heard me say before, my dad was in the United States Navy. And he was actually stationed in Washington, D.C. for several years. And I grew up in a town called Bowie, Maryland, which is within commuting distance of the Washington, D.C. area. So I consider D.C. to be like home to me. Now, when I saw the dates, I thought, oh, wow, we're going to make it in time to see the cherry blossoms blooming because cherry blossoms right around the late March, early April time frame are just popping out all over Washington, D.C., But I caught an article online and it says that the cherry blossoms are already popping out in Washington, D.C. So we might be too late for the cherry blossoms. I don't know. Either way, the conference is going to be fantastic. I saw that Brian Solis is another one of the speakers there. I will be there. There will be tons of great information on customer experience there. Highly recommend that you come on out. And if you come on out, 
tweet me at FSOCHE so we can connect up and talk there so I can find out what you're doing with your program. And while we're talking about all these conferences, I might as well let you know that it's not too early for me to tell you that I'll be covering and moderating at the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West, June the 7th through 8th in San Diego. If you're familiar with me talking about the Customer Service Summit, it has historically been held in New York City in the fall, which I love, but we are lucky enough this year that they are in addition to New York City in the fall. There's a West Coast version of the Customer Service Summit that's being put on for the first time out in, where else, sunny San Diego. So make sure that you head over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 129 because the links to all of these events are going to be in the announcement section for you. And if you haven't heard yet, my new book is coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. So if you're a member of the social pack, excerpts of the book will begin to show up right in your inbox pretty soon. If you haven't joined yet, you do still have time before the excerpts start showing up. So just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and fill out the information so that you can become part of the social pack. Promise not to spam you. I'll just send you things that would actually be interesting to those of us who are running digital and social customer care, like letting you know that I'm speaking at Smart Customer Service Summit 2018. Okay, let's talk about today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Peter Drucker, who said, you can't manage what you don't measure. And our book of the day is by Adam Torporek titled, Be Your Customer's Hero, Real World Tips and Techniques for the Service Front Lines. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about measuring your digital customer experience. So this show was informed by an article I found on the Smart Customer Service website titled How to Measure the Digital Customer Experience, which was written by Aphrodite Brinsmead on December 4th of 2015. Still very relevant, so I wanted to make sure that I shared it with you. Now on Manic Monday, I have done several episodes for you about measuring digital customer support. Some shows have been specifically about measuring social media, customer care, return on investment. Some have been about measuring your community health. I bring all of this to you because every digital customer support program is different and unique. We've got different verticals. We've got different components that are right for our organization or our vertical to offer to our customer base. All of our customers are looking for something different. So I want to make sure that I bring as much information to you as I can for different ways that you can think about measuring for your organization and different ways that you can measure the different components. What I really like about what Aphrodite does in this article is that she breaks down these metrics into two different categories, traditional call center metrics and then digital channels and what's right for those digital channels. So I thought I'd bring some of that to light for you and we would talk about it here today. So what Aphrodite refers to as traditional call center metrics are what you might imagine. Overall incoming call volumes, your average handle times, and your first call resolution. Why are these important? These call center metrics are important in operationalizing your call center. So you have to know how many calls you expect to get, and how long on average it takes to handle each one of these calls 
so that you can understand how many people you need on staff to be able to answer all of these calls. First call resolution sort of plays into that because you need to know how many of these folks are calling in for the first time and how many of these folks are calling in for a second and third time. If you start to have poor numbers for first call resolution, then your volumes tend to increase because what happens if someone calls in and they try to get their issue resolved and it doesn't happen the first time, they may call back in to try to get resolution and now you're adding more volume of overall calls to your call center. Makes perfect sense from an operational perspective why you're measuring this. And then, of course, from a quality perspective, you want to understand how satisfied your customers are. And first call resolution helps customers feel more satisfied. Nobody wants to have to call in a second time. Everybody wants to have their issue resolved the first time. So those are your traditional call center metrics that we're probably all used to. Now let's talk about what Aphrodite labels as digital channel metrics. The first segment, because she breaks it down into two segments, the first segment is around agent efficiency. She says that from a digital channel perspective, we need to now start looking at things a little bit differently, like time to respond. In a call center scenario, you're not really looking at a time to respond metric. You may have the amount of time that a customer is in the IVR making selections and going through a menu if you're tracking something like that. And then you're going to be looking at from the time the agent gets on the line with the customer, maybe you're going to see if they're on hold depending on what kind of call system and how deep you are into that. And then you're going to see how long it takes the customer with this average handle time to be able to solve the customer's issue. And then you'll look at your what sometimes we call either after call work or wrap time, which is where the agent is finishing up the work that they did from the first customer so that they're ready to get on the line with the next customer. That's pretty much how your call center is going to work, right? But in a digital channel, you've got this new thing that can be happening, which is time to respond. Because when a customer puts out a message, You need to know how long the customer is waiting for a response. This week, we're going to be talking a lot about chat. I've had chat on the brain lately, so we're going to be talking about that for you this week. And when you look at a support chat interaction, a customer, depending on how you got your support chat set up, and by support chat, what I mean is if you go to the website that your company has, National Chewing Gum Company, and there's a button that says, click here to chat and then the customer presses the button, maybe they answer a few questions about what their issue is concerning so you know where to get the chat to. And then there's a message that will come up and say that you're next in line to chat or it's going to be however long. This waiting is a time to respond. How long is it taking your agent to respond? And in chat, you can have how long does the customer have to wait in between each sentence or you can do that that first initial response time, which is a lot like social media, because in social media, you have the opportunity to measure hopefully in your tool that initial response time, how soon did somebody first respond from your company to the customer to their tweet, or to their Facebook post or whatever other kind of messages you have going back and forth in your social channels. 
For more information on initial response time and how I think it's critical in social customer care, refer to episode 43 by the same name, Initial Response Time is Critical in Social Customer Care. Another metric that Aphrodite points to is number of queries answered. This would be equivalent to understanding total number of calls answered. From a call center perspective, you look at your call volumes and you've got a few choices. You've got all of the people that dialed your telephone number. Sometimes they didn't even make it to the IVR and they hung up the phone or got disconnected for some reason, and that's one measurement. And then you look and see how many people got into your IVR and dropped the call before they made it to an agent. And then you look and see how many people got to an agent and then disconnected at whatever point or had a successful transaction with your agent. Those are pretty much your choices. In social media customer care, you have a few different choices as well. It's possible that a customer has reached out, made a comment that you picked up and thought that maybe an agent needed to engage with. So the agent reaches out and says, oh, no, we don't want you to feel that way. Come over here and let us help you. Sometimes the customer will reply. Sometimes they won't. So your overall volume that you're listening to does not directly correlate to the overall volume that you decide needs to be actioned and that you actually then have engagement with. So the number of queries answered is when your agents go out and answer a customer and get some interaction going between them. That's what we're talking about with number of queries answered. Now consider in what I've just said about social media specifically, that interactions are asynchronous in social media. If you are interested in understanding this a little bit more deeply, head back to episode 18, Measuring SMS and Social Media Handle Time. I go there into three different categories very quickly for you. You first have a linear transaction, which would be like a telephone call. You measure that time from the time that the customer is on the line with the agent all the way until the agent says, thank you so much for contacting National Chewing Gum Company. That's one line. And then if you can envision to yourself, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but if envision to yourself, if you've got chats happening, these are continuous interactions most of the time where you've got one agent engaged with one customer and maybe a second customer and maybe a third customer at the same time. So then what you wind up with is you wind up with three lines that are continuous because the agent's time is continually taken up, but maybe one is shorter than the other one. The third thing that we're talking about with asynchronous looks more like Morse code And the same agent might not even be interacting with the same customer all the time. So if you want to get deeper into that, listen to episode 18, measuring SMS and social media handle time. So remember that. Another metric that would be very specific to digital interactions would be the number of interactions before a resolution. How many times do the agent and the customer have to go back and forth until total resolution is achieved? Now, this one's a little tricky to measure because just like average handle time, if you are measuring average handle time and you try to go too lean on how long you want your agents to be on the phone, 
then they may not fully resolve the customer's issue. They might try to cut the calls short, and then the customer has to wind up calling back in, which saves nobody any time or money. But what can happen is in social media and digital customer care is if you are measuring the number of interactions before a resolution and you get too lean on that number, same thing. The agent might not be asking enough questions to really drill down on what it is a customer needs to have happen to remedy their situation. So you want to make sure that you're monitoring that, but in terms of holding agents accountable to the number of interactions back and forth, just proceed with caution in putting that metric out there. Another metric that Aphrodite's got in here that I think is a great one is first channel resolution. This is not a traditional call center metric, but applies to the call center now as well. It's really about making sure that if the customer contacts you through their channel of choice, that you do everything that you can to keep them in their channel of choice, unless it makes a whole lot of sense to move them to a different channel. If you know that the experience is going to be much worse, say that you've got really in-depth troubleshooting that has to happen and it's going to be hard to communicate that in an online capacity, you may suggest to the customer that you call them. See what I did there? Instead of telling the customer to call into your customer service center, be able to make an outbound dialing phone call to that customer so that you can say, hey, I really think that it would be better if I just gave you a quick call to walk you through this because it's a little complicated. Would you prefer that? What number can I reach you at? And give the customer the option to not prefer that way because sometimes, especially now that we've got millennials coming in, they really don't want to talk on the phone. They would rather go through a longer extended process in a digital format than have to call you and talk to you on the telephone, even have you call them. So make sure that you ask the customer if that's their preferred method is to call them and get it sorted out faster. All right, and cost per interaction. You can refer to episode 53, Calculating Social Care ROI with Hamadri Sarkar. But this is listed under agent efficiency because you want to understand even at an agent level, you can see how much are their interactions costing your company and is that a great return on your investment. And then lastly, under agent efficiency, Aphrodite recommends that you monitor customer feedback because if you've got an agent who's getting really great or really poor customer feedback, you want to be able to manage that and say, hey, great job with these customers, they really like you, or hey, let's see what we can do to get your feedback scores up a little better. The other category under digital channels are customer effort and satisfaction. So on your digital channels, Aphrodite says she wants you to measure the time it takes to reach a relevant representative. Again, I think it's a fantastic recommendation because you want to understand what it feels like for your customer. Again, we were talking about support chat. How long is that agent sitting there staring at that blank box for whatever chat program that you're using, waiting for an agent to get back to them? Or on social media, how long is that customer staring at Twitter waiting for you to DM them back the answer to their question? You want to know what that feels like. Also, she recommends that you monitor number of transfers. 
Number of transfers is fantastic because what we know is that net promoter score and customer satisfaction decreases rapidly the first time that you transfer a customer to someone and it just keeps going downhill from there. So you want to make sure that you are transferring as few times as possible. And other metrics that you might not even think about are customer value. How much is that customer worth to your business over the lifetime of their association with your business? Net promoter score. What kind of promoter scores are you getting? Are they likely to recommend you to family and friends? And you want to see repeat purchases. Are the customers behaving loyally with repeat purchases and their tenure? Do they stay a long time? And then, of course, you want to make sure that you're gauging customer sentiment. You can do that in social media through your natural language processing and your fancy tools and, of course, sending out surveys over social and chat. So the key is, according to Aphrodite, link your agent responsiveness to customer behavior and satisfaction. The big key to all of this is make sure that you're capturing the numbers that you should be for your agents, but watch that customer journey and see when they get happy, what phase of their journey are they in? And if they get upset and their NPS or their CSAT drops, what's happened and map that back. You can refer back to episode 31, journey mapping, to use that as a way to be able to map the customer experience. For example, on social media, Did a customer tweet you and then get tired of waiting for a response because nobody was responding to them quickly enough, so then they wound up calling you? Being able to get that holistic view of the customer's journey and link that data through is fantastic for your company. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the craftbeerclub.com picture today for more information. Okay, this has been Manic Monday where we are talking all about measuring the digital customer experience. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for Tech Tuesday where we will be talking about all things technical related to providing great digital and social customer service. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.